Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to uh, hear this message that Brother Landon has for you, and we pray that uh, it's a blessing to you and a help to you. Pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do is uh, he's going to preach a little bit on the works of the law or the faith in Christ. So here is Brother Landon. Notice with me just for a few minutes here on the works of the law or the faith in Christ. Amen. The works of the law or the faith in Christ. We're going to be over in the book of Galatians, if you would flip over there with me. Galatians chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 10 down to verse 12. Notice right here with me, right here the Bible reads, For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident. For the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Amen. Now this is something that we notice so clearly, you know, today within modern Christianity, and most and most importantly within, you know, the independent Baptist. Which I've mentioned before, you know, I'm an independent Baptist myself, but I'm a Bible believer first, independent Baptist second. Amen, brother. But if, but if you look right here, you know, verse 10, it says, you know, for many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. See, that right there, that's showing us clearly that under the, under the law, that it's by works. But I've heard it, you know, within other... You know, with another independent Baptist, you know, they like to refute that, and they go over to verse 11. They're like, well, it couldn't have been works by the law, because, you know, in verse 11, you know, the verse says, and as they say, you know, it says, you know, that, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, you know, so if they're not justified by the law in the sight of God, you know, they can't be saved, you know, it wasn't by works under the law. But what they're, fre- what they're failing to realize and what they're forgetting you know, number one, you know, they're not rightly dividing the word of truth. And, you know, number two, Paul was showing us the contrast here. Because in verse 10, we see that under the law, you know, it says that it's works. You know, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. <clears throat> Sorry, the Bible doesn't contradict itself. In right. verse 10, it shows us that under the law, it is works. But then in verse 11, the next verse continuing... Paul Paul goes right here directly. He gives us a contrast, you know, for us today. He's not talking about under the law. Verse 10, he was talking about under the law. But in verse 11, you know, he's dealing with us today. And he's showing us today that no man today is justified by the law and the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Preach it, brother. And that's the clear contrast. Because if you notice back in in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, 
you know, it says, for the just shall live by his faith. And you know, that that's works. But you notice that according to the New Testament, you know, you notice how Paul takes that and he, and he adds to it right here where it says, the just shall live by faith. He takes the his off of it. Because under the New Testament, it is no longer of man. So there's nothing that's of him. Because in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it says for for us today, it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. So there, the his is taken off because it's no longer nothing of man. And look right here in verse 12. It says, And the law is not of faith, but... And notice every time it says but, you know, that's that's something we need to heed, take heed, you know, and just look. Because the right here Paul's going to continue and he's going to show us something. Because in connection with verse 10, look right here in verse 12, it says, The man that doeth them shall live in them. Amen. That's worse. If you notice back in Leviticus chapter 18... Verses four, that verses four and five, because since Paul has shown us the contrast, you know, and he's shown us back during under the Old Testament law. If you look back in Leviticus eighteen, verses four and five, it says, "Ye shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore keep." My statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. Amen. See, that's that's clearly different, and that's a complete contrast, you know, because under the law, the Lord told Lord told Moses whenever he gave the law to Israel that they had to do, they had to keep in order that they may live in them. We see a complete setup here of works. A man has to do, a man has to keep in order that he may live. And you know, and that's under the Old Testament law. You know, in Leviticus seventeen eleven, you know, for the blood atonement, you know, in Leviticus seventeen eleven, it says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. You know, that was the blood of an animal. You know, that setup that the Lord did right there, He gave it to Israel so that they may have an atonement. Which the book Hebrew says, you know, it was it was you know it was temporary. But that atonement is what they had for their souls. They had to keep the law, they had to do what the Lord told them to do, that they may live, and that He gave them a blood atonement on the altar for their souls. That's spiritual. That's that was their forgiveness. But as you come over into the New Testament, that atonement, it didn't stay the same. Hebrews 9, verses 14 down to 17. And notice, here's another, this is another contrast. Notice right here, verse, beginning verse 14, Hebrews chapter 9. It says, How much more shall the blood of Christ and you notice that it's not the blood of an animal as it was in Leviticus 17.11. It's changed. Under the Old Testament law, we had a blood of an animal. You know, bulls, goats, you know. It was blood of an, of an innocent animal. 
But here it says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And that's the question. And then it continues. It says, And for this cause, he, you know, Jesus Christ, it says, He is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament. And that's whenever he gave the law to Moses. You know, he came down from Mount Sinai. You know, that's whenever I started the law. It says that they were under the first testament. They which were they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And notice right here in verses 16 and 17. It says, for a, it says, for where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of a testator. For a testament is a force after men are dead. Otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Amen. With how salvation was, you know, under the Old Testament, as we see back here in the book of Galatians right here in our text, Under the Old Testament, you know, we had the blood of an animal, bulls, goats. Uh, or as, as it says in the book of Hebrews, you know, ashes of a heifer sprinkled clean. You know, there was works. A man had to kill. He had works under this Old Testament covenant. He had to keep. He had to do in order to live. He had to shed the innocent blood of an animal. He had to take it to a priest that priest had to get himself clean. That priest himself offered that sacrifice to God for the forgiveness of the sins of the person. Amen. Today, we see a complete contrast. Today, Jesus Christ, he's our high priest. We go to him. He's the one that goes straight to God for us. And we're under the Old Testament. They had to keep offering and y'all... As it says in the book of Hebrews, they had to keep offering up sacrifices again and again for the errors of the people. You know, this was a continual process. But now under the New Testament, you know, it was a one sacrifice once and for all. That one sacrifice, Jesus Christ forgave us of all sins. You know, as it says in the book of Colossians, it says, Heaven forgiven you all trespasses. You know, we're forgiven of all sins today. We don't go back and keep getting forgiveness over and over and over, you know, as the Pentecostals today teach. Jesus Christ is the one sacrifice, you know. We're not under the law. Because under the law, you know, it was a curse. Back in our text, verse 10, For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So you had to keep the law. You had to do the works of the law. And if you didn't, you lost your salvation. You were uh, you're back under the curse. You know, you would lose you would lose the Holy Spirit if you you know as as we see in the book of if you remember in previous messages and from previous study and you know, in your own personal part, like if you go through the book of Acts, you know, if you if you go look through the early part of the New Testament, you know, when it was still dealing 
with Jews, but you know what, as it transitions and so it gets to where a Gentile is able to be saved, you saw that a person can get saved and he can lose his salvation. The book of Matthew chapter 24, you know, for the future during the time of tribulation, a person can get saved and then if he if he turns back, he loses salvation. Yes. That's how it is under the law. Under the Old Testament, that is the law. In the future during the tribulation, those same works of the law go back into play. You know, it reapplies back in the future. But as of this time right now today, we're not under the curse of the law. Because in the contrast for Paul telling us today, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Because today, we're not under the law. Jesus Christ already died on the cross, you know, shed his blood for our sins. You know, he was died, he was buried, and three days later, he rose from the grave. You know, today, we're not under the law. We have that perfect sacrifice. We don't need that Old Testament sacrifice of a, of, a, of a bull, you know, a goat, you know, of a heifer or a lamb or, or, or in other places, you know, turtle doves. You know, we don't need that animal sacrifice because we have the perfect sacrifice, you know, of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Praise God. You know, we're not going back under a curse. That's why Paul, that's why Paul shows us right here in verse 11 today that no man is justified by the law because you know Jesus Christ already went to the cross and he already sacrificed himself for us that we may that we may accept him by faith because he is our sacrifice you know and he's our mediator or the book of Timothy you know it says for there is one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus he's our sacrifice he's our mediator we go to him and it's by him today that we get forgiveness. You know, so is it is it by the works of the law or is it by the faith of Christ? Well, as we're seeing so far, according to scripture, not according to man, not man's tradition, not what the, not what any type of you know diocese or denomination is teaching, we see today that there is a perfect sacrifice today, and it's not by the works of the law. Amen. Preach it, brother. Verse 10, we saw that in verse 10, because according to the context, you know, before that, you know, it says, For then they which are be of faith, you know, are blessed with faithful Abraham. You know, Abraham had to offer up a, he had to offer up a sacrifice, you know. Or back in the book of Genesis, you know, he offered, the Lord, angel of the Lord told him, that, you know, Offer up his son Isaac as a sacrifice, you know. And I, and as, and as you know, as we said in the beginning of the, of the message, right there, you know, Independent Baptists today they say that salvation is the same because they say that you know, with Abraham, you know, from, from the very beginning all the way up with you know, Adam and Eve, that from then all the way up to, to all the way to the end of Revelation, they say salvation is the same, but with right there in Genesis with with Abraham trying to offer up his son his son Isaac you know the angel of the Lord stopped him you know because he had he had faith because he did what the Lord told him to do as you seen back here in Leviticus 
you know, the Lord told Israel to do, you know, they, they were just simply obeying what God told them to do. They weren't trusting in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Because that didn't come till thousands of years later. Mm. Back in Genesis, Abraham was just trusting what God told him to do. And if you remember directly in the context right there, I believe it's in, I think it's Genesis chapter 20, if I'm not mistaken. But if not, you, you can find it, the passage where where Abraham goes over up his, his son. Remember he says, And he looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by, the, by, his, by his horns. You remember back in Leviticus, you know, they had to offer up the sacrifice they had to do and keep. He had to offer up that ram caught in a thicket because he was still under the Old Testament. And then you come over to verse 11, and this is, you know, Paul giving the contrast for today, for us. You know, we're not justified by that. We don't keep and do. We simply believe by faith. As he says, for it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And with the contrast with Habakkuk, the just shall live by his faith. And Paul turns around right here because you know, because Christ is the end of the law, Romans 10, <laughs> Romans chapter 10, you know, for Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone that believeth. And Habakkuk, the just shall live by his faith. And right here today, Paul says the just shall live by faith. Because Christ is... He is the object of our faith. He did the work. He sacrificed himself, and he is what we put our faith in. The just shall live by faith. Today it's in Jesus Christ, not ourselves. And verse 12, in our, right here in our text, And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. And that's what we saw back in Leviticus chapter 18. Look right here, continuing on, verse 13 in our text. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being, a ma- being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Christ became that curse for us that we might, by his sacrifice, you know, Romans 3, 25, for, God, for whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith and his blood, you know, he became the curse for us. You know, God sent him forth to shed his blood that we might, by faith, accept him, come to him. And by him, we have forgiveness. We have eternal forgiveness. We have etern- eternal inheritance. And it's in Jesus Christ. So with the question, is it is it by the works of the law or is it by the faith of Christ? Well, according to according to God giving forth His Son on the cross, you know Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Jesus Christ redeems us from the curse of the law. Today, according to the to the Lord Jesus Christ, according to His written word, we come to Him and by faith in Him, that's the end of the law. We we are no longer today under the law. Look over in Romans chapter ten. Amen. Look at verse 4. It says, right here, Romans 10, verse 4. It says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. 
Amen. For, and continuing on, it says, For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law. You know, but they say, Well, salvation's been the same. No, it's not. Christ is what ended the law. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Because Moses right here, verse 5, Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. We'll look right here at the contrast right here in verse 6. It says, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, who shall, ascend, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. No, or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Under the Old Testament, it wasn't the word of faith which we preach. Under the Old Testament, they had those animal sacrifices. As you look back in Leviticus chapter 18, you remember it said, Ye shall do my judgments and keep my ordinances to walk therein. And it also said, Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. We went from before a person had to do to now it's already finished. There's nothing that a man can do today. Again, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. But under the Old Testament, if ye keep and do, but now not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. You know, we see a clear difference. We see a typology under the Old Testament of how a person, you know, the whole setup, you know, it's all there in type. But as we said before, many times before, a type is not the same as something that is for real, as, as something that is actual, as something right here in front of you. A type and the actual thing is two separate things. But noticing, you know, is salvation by the works of the law or is it by the faith of Christ? Well, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Amen. That, that clearly says it all right there. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. You know, today it's not of the works of the law. You know, and as we've seen in our text with our Galatians, it is clearly evident. And it is. It's clearly evident. For the just shall live by faith. And Paul tells us today, for we walk by faith and not by sight. There's a clear difference in between the two. And, that, and that's true. Because it, it changed. Whenever Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross, you know, that changed. As we read there in Hebrews chapter 9, you know, for where testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of a testator. You know, a testator takes and he changes things. It went from the Old Testament to that death of a testator, Jesus Christ. Yes. He shed his blood. He died on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the grave. He took it. Praise he God. He himself set up and he changed. He made the New Testament by his blood. According to Romans chapter 3 and verse 25. And according to the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, 
It was by his death on the cross, you know, his burial, and his resurrection, whereby we are saved today. Amen. There's nothing of the law today that can bring salvation. We see so clearly within people today. We see them. They're trying to add things to the works of the law so that they can try to supposedly see a person get saved because, you know, with lordship salvation, you know, and with, and with Calvinists, and the Calvinists, they're hypocrites to a certain extent, or however you want to view it. And I'm not a Calvinist. But they all want to add something to God's finished saving work that they might see something because they want to know within themselves so they can they can turn around and just pat themselves on the back so they can see for their own selves that somebody supposedly came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you can't do that because anything that you add to the work of Christ makes it not the work of Christ. You're putting somebody back under the curse of the law. Come on, brother, preach it. And when you do that, you know, a person, they're not saved. Because it's either the work of Christ, not of yourselves, and it's either the work of Christ, or there's no salvation at all. And that's simply put. It's either Christ, or there's no salvation. Faith in Him, or faith in the law. You know, faith in yourself, you know, faith in what you do. Right. No, ye shall keep my judgments, ye shall keep my statutes, ye shall live and do. Or you just come over to the cross, Jesus Christ did it all, all to him I owe. No sin had left the crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. It's what he did, or there's no salvation. Right. So today, it's clearly by the faith of Christ. There's no works by man, there's no works of the law today. That will save a man. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you so very much for this message. Um, I, I want to I want to show uh, a difference uh, dealing with uh, with salvation uh, in uh, the Old Testament and and New Testament. Okay, so go to. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and we'll read verses 24 and 25 Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 24 and 25 starting in verse 24 and this is uh, this is Moses speaking to uh, the children of Israel uh, and uh, and he says and the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. And then verse 25, And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he hath commanded us. Now, a lot say that that um, you know in the Old Testament they were saved by looking forward to the cross, but that cannot be because even the uh, disciples they did not understand the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now look at what 
uh, Peter tells Christ, go, go to Matthew 16. Matthew 16. And uh, let's read verses 21 to 23. Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 to 23. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Now, look at what Peter tells Christ. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Can you imagine rebu rebuking Christ? Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. And then verse 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. For thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. You see that there? Alright, now. Go to um, Ephesians chapter 2. You know, Brother Landon mentioned this. Uh, but uh, but I am going to show also verse 10. Okay. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 to 10. Starting in verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay, so you see in verses 8 and 9, we're saved by grace through faith in this church age, in this dispensation. Okay, Paul is our apostle. Alright, and so this is what he is saying. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. And you see, it's a, it's a gift of God. It's free. You don't work for it, and you don't work to keep it. So now, verse 10 tells us why we are saved. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, we are saved to do good works for the Lord. Good works do not come before salvation. Alright, and notice, should walk in them. Should walk in those good works. Should is the key word. Amen? Now, Brother Landon also, he also mentioned uh, types you know, in, the, in the Old Testament. And, uh, and, he, and he mentioned uh, Abraham uh, sacrificing his son Isaac. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to give those, uh, 
the types there, types and pictures. Okay, so uh, with Abraham, all right, he is a type of the father. And then Isaac is a type of Christ. Okay, and then the wood is a type of the cross. Okay, and then you have the ram, and the ram is a type of substitution. And you have the thicket, that is a type and picture of the crown of thorns. Amen. So, praise God. Alright, so in this church age, we are saved by grace through faith. There is nothing that we can do to save ourselves. Alright, there, there is no, you know, when it comes to salvation, there is no... Um, being a local church member, um, you know, water baptism, uh, giving to the Lord's work, uh, repeating a sinner's prayer, uh, nothing that we can do saves us. We are saved by grace through faith. Amen. It's all about what Christ did, not what we do. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Acts 16.31 Alright, now, uh, I will take you also to Ephesians 1. And I'll show you the transaction for salvation in this church age. Alright, Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, verses 12 and 13 that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise so this is salvation this, this is uh, what happens okay first you hear the gospel of your salvation. That is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4. Alright. And then you believe it. You trust it. And you're sealed unto the day of redemption. Ephesians 4 verse 30. The day of redemption is the rapture. When we get our glorified bodies. Amen. Alright. I'll go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for, for us. Uh, pray for this podcast. Uh, that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. Alright, once again, thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.